Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God, are you here? God, do you care? For those who acknowledge God's existence, these questions have likely flitted through your mind at some point, especially in a time of pain or depression or confusion. We endure a serious illness or injury. God, where are you? We experience significant loss, loss of a job, loss of independence, even the loss of a loved one. God, don't you care? You turn on the TV this coming Sunday, and your favorite team isn't even playing, even though they've had such a magical season. Okay, maybe, those, uh, maybe that doesn't fit in the same category as what we're just talking about. Even if your faith is pretty steady and established and you don't doubt God's presence or care as a general rule of thumb, you might still find yourself in a situation where you can't quite understand what God is up to especially if you felt like you had a good idea about the direction you were supposed to be going, but then suddenly things fell apart. If you are the one asking these kinds of questions, God, are you here? God, do you even care? Where do you look to find answers? Do you look to current events? Do you look to your present circumstances? If you know someone who has these kinds of questions, God, are you here? God, do you even care? How do you answer them? Would your answer sound largely like an encouragement to, hey, look on the bright side of things? Or maybe like a reminder that, hey, things could always be worse. Or is there somewhere else we should be looking to answer these kinds of questions a more reliable source of comfort and care in our times of need one of the key themes of this particular season of the church year the season of epiphany is that more and more god and his true character are revealed in the person of Jesus. The readings during this season of the church year are training us to fix our eyes not on our circumstances but on Jesus and to find the answers to the big questions of life in relationship to Him. God, are you here? Yes. John 1 verse 14, the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us god do you care well that's what this reading is all about for today the reading from mark chapter one 
The events of this reading occur immediately following Jesus' time of teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum, the the reading that we had as the gospel last week. There in the synagogue, Jesus demonstrated his authority, his teaching authority, also the authority of his command even over the forces of evil as he drives out an evil spirit. Now, as Jesus leaves the synagogue and joins Simon and Andrew in their family home, he reveals himself to be the king who cares in three beautiful ways. First of all, we're told that Jesus is confronted with sickness right there in the house. Simon's wife's mother is there with them, and she's suffering with a high fever. We're told that Jesus goes in to see her, takes her by the hand, raises her up, and the fever and the corresponding sickness leaves her. Now, on one hand, this is a happy event and good news just on the surface without even having to look any further. But recently, I was given the opportunity to think about this healing more more carefully what it must have really meant for Simon Peter was in his earliest days of following Jesus. Think about it for a moment. Soon, Simon would be leaving his home in Capernaum and traveling with Jesus. We don't know if the other disciples had spouses, but we know that Peter did. What would have been like for Peter to leave his bride at home, alone, caring for her mother who might be on the verge of death. Can you feel the burden in Peter's heart? The emotional angst that he must have thought of considering this call of Jesus to follow him and and the tug of of being at home and being a rock and a support for his wife and being there for his mother-in-law. Can you imagine that emotional turmoil? Maybe you can. Maybe you've been in a situation kind of like that, trying to hold down different callings at the same time, maybe trying to hold down a job while you're caring for an aging loved one caring for someone who's sick and ill while trying to hold this relationship together. And you know the emotional difficulty of that. That's what Peter was going through. But then Jesus gives this family a profound gift. Not just the healing, but with the healing, the message. Simon, I've called you to follow me, but I see your family too. And I love them. You can trust me to care for them as you follow me. I will freely admit that particular message hits home for me in a very profound way, uh, given the fact that God has given me the privilege of being called as a servant in Christ's church. This call to be with you, to preach the gospel week in and week out is, for me, an exciting call, and it can be a challenging call. But I realize it doesn't just affect me. It affects my wife. It affects my children. It affects my extended family and my ability to be available to them. It's deeply comforting for me 
to see that the king cares for the called, to witness how Jesus provided for Peter's family and how he has repeatedly and faithfully provided for my family. How this must have strengthened Peter's trust in Jesus. The king cares for the called. Then the text goes on. And we find that the king cares not just for the called, but he cares for the community as well. Hear these words from Mark chapter 1, starting at verse 32. When evening came, after the sun had set, they began bringing to him all who were ill and those who were demon-possessed. And the whole city had gathered at the door. And he healed many who were ill with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he was not permitting them the, the demons to speak because they knew who he was. So the Sabbath comes to an end at sunset. The new day begins at sunset. And immediately with the Sabbath ending, the residents of Capernaum now feel free to do the hard work of transporting their ill and sick relatives and friends to the door of Simon and Andrew so that they might also see Jesus. And the healing power and authority flows to the community. As many are healed of those diseases and set free from evil spirits, now the community is able to experience what Simon Peter and his family experienced just hours earlier, the care of the king. Sure, God would love and care for church workers, you might say, but, but what about people like me? What about my friends? What about my family? These verses demonstrate that the care and the love of the king extends to them as well. If you are hearing this message today, you can know that the king cares for you. He sees you. He knows your situation. And he wants you to know his power and his love, whether that's through miraculous provision in the moment, or perhaps it's through reaffirming the hope that is yours, because he has provided ultimate healing for you through his death on the cross for all. You see, our king is no impersonal, unfeeling force. He personally feels your pain. And he desires that you know his healing. This becomes a powerful reminder to us as the church, as well as we live out the call to reflect the love of God to others. The Spirit empowers us to love one another, to extend ourselves for the sake of others. May God forgive us for the times where we've failed to live up to that calling. And may he open our eyes to see the needs of those around us, and to respond with his love whenever we have opportunity. Who needs to know Jesus' love today? The king cares for the community. Finally, the king cares for countless others as well. 
We pick up the text in verse 35. In the early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went away to a secluded place and was praying there. Simon and his companions searched for him. They found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. He said to them, Let us go somewhere else, to the towns nearby, so that I may preach there also, for that is what I came for. And he went into their synagogues throughout all Galilee, preaching and casting out the demons. Jesus cares for those he has called into ministry. Jesus cares for the immediate community. But that care extends outward still. The king who cares for you is the king who cares for the world. The one who has come to be a blessing to all the nations as God had promised Abraham. Jesus demonstrates that care by traveling from town to town, teaching and healing the crowds as he goes. Jesus continues to demonstrate that care today through his church as he calls us, men and women, boys and girls, to show others who he is and to reflect his love here and all around the world. We hear that missionary impulse in Paul's words today in the epistle reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, where Paul writes uh, that to the Jews he became as a Jew. To those under the law, he came as one under the law, so that he might relate to them. To those who are Gentiles, not with, under the law, he came as one without the law, so that he might relate to them, so that he might become all things to all people, so that by all means necessary he might win some. There's a strong compulsion in St. Paul to bring the message of Jesus everywhere he goes and to present it in a way that people will understand it and receive it. We are the recipients of that missionary impulse of our God. We who live 2,000 years after the fact of Jesus' death and resurrection on the other side of the world from where it has happened, we too have now been brought into the family of God. And by His grace, we also get to be participants in the work. As we trust in our caring King and what He has done for us on the cross, reflect His love to our families, to our communities, through our prayers and gifts to others even around the world even to future generations that are not yet born. Countless others. Is God here? In Jesus, the answer is yes. And because he lives in you, by his Spirit, he is present wherever you go. Does God care? Again, in Jesus, the answer is yes. That's what the cross is all about. The self-giving love of God. To care for you in your deepest need. The need that you had for cleansing from your sin. Your need for rescue. Your need for new life where there was only death. 
And if he's cared for us in that way, he knows how to meet your other needs as well. So may we trust in his care and share it with others that Jesus, our King, might be glorified in our lives. In his name, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep our hearts and minds today and always in Christ Jesus, the King who cares for us. Amen.